You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Adam Ronas, I think the Jet Patriot game was over at about eight minutes to go in the first quarter where the Jets didn't see the ball. The Patriots had a 16-play scoring drive, and then it was all downhill from there. Yeah, that was honestly one of the most embarrassing performances I've ever seen in my life. I was so disgusted. I'm not a Jets fan at all. And I was just sitting there watching like this cannot be happening. I mean, it was absolutely putrid. And I actually thought the Jets were going to be competitive in this game. Boy, was I ever wrong in epic fashion. I mean, that was just disgusting. And there's really not much to say about the Jets. Was there anything the Jets did right? I thought Le'Veon Bell played well. Was it, Did anybody else do anything right? Uh, when they declined the two penalties, when Belichick was trying to run out the clock late in the game on the uh, fake on the delay game on the punt, and then that's about the only thing they did right is they delayed uh, declined those penalties because the Patriots were just trying to kill time off the clock. But that's it. I mean, and Bell, the problem with Bell, he had one reception in this game. I mean, his strength, especially they kept trying to throw the ball downfield and it was working. Like at some point, make adjustments and get Bell the ball with some screens. I mean, obviously he had some good runs, but get him the ball in the passing game. That's one of his assets. And he has two receptions the last two weeks with Sam Donald, at quarterback. I know. I, look, I think people could say, well, you know, the Jets have problems with their players. I think this was coaching, dude. This was bad. He, this guy was so totally outcoached. Belichick knows things that Gase has never even thought up. It was painfully obvious to me last night. And Darnold, who I do like, by the way, but I think next week is a very important week. I think he could either bounce back and he becomes a a contrarian playing DFS, or if he continues going down this road, this is like a dark hole that only Mitch Trubisky's in. Yeah, I think he's going to be fine uh, because the schedule gets better. I mean, this was obviously a very challenging defense which has basically shut down everyone they've allowed 14 points or fewer in every single game they're plus 175 outscoring their opponents no one has done anything and the jets just were not ready for this at all they were clearly but do they have prepared. any superstars on defense outside of stefan gilmore is kyle van noy a superstar is donta hightower a superstar i mean they're making this they, team out to be like the greatest defense since the 85 bears well look who they've played that's the if they have played no one they have played absolutely no one. and But you know what? They're very prepared, and it's a good system. And it goes to show, too, the lack of quality teams in the NFL right now. Because you look at this Patriots team, you're like, they're 7-0. and We know they're always good. But is it really that outstanding? It's really not. It's just they are so much better than their opponents, and they've really benefited so far. I mean, they've played the Jets twice now, okay? They've played Miami. They played Buffalo, who, again, I think should have beaten them. But for a team that— Well, Josh know, Allen was out in that game, right? Well, no, he left. He left. He With got injured. the concussion. Right, right. But he, right. he so, played. So he Matt, played but Matt Barkley had a chance. Had a chances to win the game at the end or take the lead at the end. Right. It was more their offense got shut down. But they right. played. They they destroyed the Steelers week one. Okay, and Roethlisberger was there. And maybe the Steelers, but still, they held the Steelers to three points. But the Steelers so, weren't very good. That They were terrible that week. Again, really but it, uh, okay, so they really were a quad, but Steelers are not a good team, dude. 
They're not. Well, now they're not with Ben Rod without. Ben no, I don't think they were that good. I don't know if they were but that we good this year. But we don't. I think they know were a little overrated. Sure. Okay, so we, you're, well, we, may, we may never know that. We're but not going to know it. I think, but they hand- beat them by thirty, bro. Come on, you got to no, give the Patriots credit in that game. No, I do. I give, them a, three I, points. I give them a ton of credit, but I do say that the, I think the Steelers were a borderline, and I use that word with uh, as much affection as possible—a borderline playoff team. Okay, they did you expect good. the Steelers to score three points in Week One against New England? No, I fi- I figured twenty. Yeah, I mean, okay, most so that, people figure so they 20? did a hell of a job there. They beat Miami. All right, that's not impressive. They beat the Jets with Luke Falk. Okay, not impressive. They barely beat the Bills. They trounced the Redskins. They were actually losing seven six to half in that game. They beat the Giants, which and the game was competitive for a few quarters. But again, none of these teams are good. They, you know, well, and don't don't get, you feel the same? Don't you feel the same way about like the Cardinals who beat the the Bengals, the uh, the Falcons, and the Giants? They're three and three, and everybody and they're not good either. There's a lot of not good teams out there. There's not. I've said it all year. Like to me, there's we we talked about this over the last few weeks when we were trying to like go okay, who are the best teams? And even the teams with good records, like I'm not. I'm not 100% sold on the 49ers. Again, I need to see Jimmy Garoppolo take this team back from a 10-point deficit. He's been in favorable situations all year, and their defense has played lights out. But I, are, are they a lock to go to the Super Bowl? Hell no. Not in my opinion. The Packers. I think the, I think the Colts are a good team in the AFC. Yes, I and think I the Colts think, are good. And I think the Bills are actually a good team in the AFC. I After that, not, I'm not sure. Not sold on the Bills. That's another team that has beaten no one, and they barely survived against the Dolphins this week. They could That's have easily true. lost that game. But I think the Colts could beat the Patriots. How about that? I'm going to go on a limb there. I think the Colts are I, equipped to beat the Patriots. I would say yes. It, seeing it in New England is is going to be tough. By the way. Because I think, I think Belichick will come up with a game plan to flummox Brissett. And, and, and who does a better job than the Patriots of making a trade when they need one? They get Mohamed Sanu, the perfect underneath route runner. He was exactly the type of guy they need because Philip Dorsett doesn't run the right routes for 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 uh, Brady. And I mean, I know they gave up a second round pick, but it was a smart trade. Nah, they don't care about the picks. They're exactly. worried about winning this year. Uh, but right. by the way, the, again, the Bills they beat they beat the Jets in Week One. Darnold was there. They came from behind. They beat the Giants. They beat the Bengals by four at home. Give them credit for the way they play the Patriots. They beat the Titans by seven, 14 to seven. It's a good they win. The Bill- no, it's not. In te- Tennessee plays, te- they scored 14 points. Tennessee plays terrible at home. They have not beaten anyone this year. Could they beat Tennessee with Ryan Tannehill? Well, that's a, that's an impressive win, beating Tennessee with Ryan Tannehill. Come on, man. <laughs> no, without Ryan Tannehill. They didn't beat him with Marcus Mariota. And look at their schedule in the next few weeks. Home to Philly, and I actually think Philly's going to win that game. Then they host the Redskins. They're in Cleveland. They're in Miami, home to Denver, in Dallas, home to the Ravens. No, the I love Steelers. their schedule. I know. Right. They have a good it. schedule. But look, I, I, I would think the, the most the competitive. Bills, the Bills at five and one? Come on, man. That's not a typical. They're not five a and bad one team. team, though. They're but they're not, not five and one. No, no. They're I, not a five I, and one team. They right, take so advantage me, I, of the schedule. Are the Ravens a team that could beat the Patriots? No. I don't know. I don't think they are either. I think that they put a spot, put Van Noy on Lamar Jackson. It's over. The, you know, Bill Belichick's just going to do everything he can to shut out Lamar Jackson. Then what are they exactly? Gonna do? It's over. What are they right. going to do? So, so the Colts may be in the AFC. I don't think the Maybe Chiefs beat the Patriots. If they have Mahomes, they got a shot. Their defense know. though is so defense bad is, though. Come on, he's Sony Michelle will run for ten touchdowns. They against almost, him. they almost anything. did last year though. They almost did last year. They went to overtime. I don't know. So I think the Colts in the AFC. I think there's more teams in the NFC that are better than the AFC. How about that? Oh yeah, definitely. All right, we'll talk more about this when we return right after this.
Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day. Here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back for full-time fantasy. Dr. Roto here with Adam Ronas. Remember, check us out at fulltimefantasy.com. Enter the promo code ROTO50 or RONAS50 for 50% off your first two months. And do you, are you seeing ghost Rotas? Not yet. I'm not Sam okay. Donald. How do you see ghosts? They're all out there. Maybe yeah, you saw Adam Gase's eyeballs going up and down. Probably, man, with them tacos flying around. Man, Adam Gates, <laughs> what a disaster, bro. What a disaster this guy is, man. I the like, Jets. We all knew it at so the time, stupid. bro. I know yeah. we all knew it at the we're like, wait a second. Yeah. Where, where's the track record? Why bring this guy in? 
The Again, only thing so he asked for himself is that, that Peyton Manning played under him and Peyton Manning didn't hate him. Right. Great. That's true. That's wow. it. That, I know. But that's the thing is when you see certain organizations and you wonder why they struggle year after year, it's just the decision process is not there. Look, he was an epic fail in Miami. Why would you hire him in the same division when the, Miami fired him? How does that make any sense? Yeah, and you look, you can say, well, he didn't have much talent there. But still, it's what did he do to deserve that job when you're trying to turn things around and, and put, point this organization in the right direction? Like, why would you think he's the answer? Look, I, I don't mind giving a job to a young offensive coordinator. Neither do I. Sometimes you, it you works know, out. A young and sometimes it fails, but giving him a shot. Yeah, but to, uh, bring back retreads? I think Major League Baseball does that too. How many times do they recycle guys who are like 87 years old? And w- Jeff Torborg, is that guy like still uh, coaching somewhere? Is he still a manager? No. But yeah, they, I mean, you know what I'm talking about? They, they, they whip him yeah. around. I mean, that guy, Don, Don Lemon was around. All these guys, Don Zimmer. I mean, I don't know. I just don't know why we can't. I give the Bengals credit. Zach Taylor may suck. Maybe that team is terrible, but at least they try to bring in somebody who's new. Yeah, but it's really not his fault. I mean, their defense was a disaster last year. They did nothing to upgrade it. So what do you expect? You know, and the offense actually was showing some signs early on. But there are again, the offensive line is so bad. They've had bad luck with injuries, the whole Cordy Glenn situation. So no AJ Green all year. Right. So we don't we don't know about Zach Taylor, but it's worth certainly giving him a shot. But I don't think we can judge them based on. And that's the problem. When you're a coach and you take one of these jobs on a crappy team, you have to have a window of being judged. Because how can we fairly assess him this year? Because the team did nothing. They had a terrible defense last year, and they've done nothing to fix it in the offseason. What did they do? Absolutely well, and nothing. Th- and then he becomes a patsy. Oh, he's fired. He won, he won one game in two years. How is that his fault? Right. In some, you know, in some ways, I have to tell you, because I have some life experience about this. It, you're better off not taking the job. You're better, off Sometimes. Take, st- yeah. you're better off not taking the job. And I think most of us, and I know I did in my own personal life, I took a job like that, Ronas. It, was a, it ended up not working for me. But I, I mean, I guess you know why you take it because you hope you can fix it. But more often than not, you can't. Right. And it's tough, too, because these guys, they become hot and you don't know if you'll get that opportunity again. You know, if you bypass it, you know, OK, well, let me wait another year. And then you're a coordinator and then your uh, defense or offense has a crap year. And now, all of a sudden, now you're lower down the totem pole and some other Offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator has a great year and they move up. So that's the thing is like, you know, there's only 30 NFL coaching jobs. And when you get that opportunity, it's kind of hard to bypass. But at the same time, if you take it and you struggle for two, three years and don't do anything, now you're probably done. I would lay large amounts of money that Adam Gase doesn't make it through three years of the Jets. I would agree with you. I don't think he makes it. I mean, and if he does, I, I don't, I, it's because they don't want to get rid of his contract. I would love to see that kid, Chris Richard, get a job. I think he's got some upside there. The Cowboys uh, defensive guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a big he, fan. Yeah, he could. There's, there's a lot of guys. You know, they just kind of need the opportunity. Uh, but, man, uh, that was just inexcusable last night. There's one thing to be inferior to the Patriots and get beat, but that was basically not even showing up. And I was just sitting there watching it, just cringing. And I'm not even a Jets fan, and I was disgusted. And you had to listen to Booger McFarlane while you were while you were. No, pitching. I didn't. I had the volume down, so I wasn't listening. <laughs> okay, but it, it was just it was like it was embarrassing. Like as that game went on, you knew that the Jets weren't going to score. I mean the pa- the Patriots defense right now in fantasy is absolutely insane. 
I honestly think you can make the case for them being the fantasy MVP. I know how good McCaffrey's been. He was the number one overall pick in a lot of drafts. I mean, the Patriots were, in some leagues, maybe not even drafted, and you picked them up after week one. It's insane what they are doing right now. And their price on DK... They dropped $100. It's forty. Yeah, it how is that possible? Because they don't include the Monday night game. So their prices came out before Monday night game, and it didn't include last night's performance. Wait, but I want to read you this. This is pretty amazing. Uh, oh, the fantasy football millionaire went up to $20 again, Ronis. That was a, a one-week bargain. Did you see the guy who won it? You know he's won a million dollars three times now? Really? Yes. Crazy, shoot. All right, Patriots. Game log. 20, I'll go, for, right, 10 points. 37 points, 11 points, 25, 14, 27, 25. Uh, are they not worth 4,300? Is that, oh, that's the Seriously? scoring? Yeah. Uh, and against Cleveland and that offensive line? Oh, my God. I'm, Belichick, there's no, there's Belichick no was already, Belichick's hilarious. He was already complaining. He's like, well, you know, Cleveland at the bye week. We played Monday night. We got a short <laughs> week. They got more time to prepare. Like, yeah, sure, Bill. We're buying that one. Do me a favor. If, can go listen to Bill Belichick and then go listen to Lou Holtz. Do you remember when Lou Holtz would be like, oh, we're playing Rice. They're a really tough offense. Rice hadn't won a game in like five years when he was coaching Notre Dame and he would try to make every opponent not to be good and they all sucked, dude. Do yeah, the thing, yeah the, the thing about Belichick, too, is uh, for people who know him, they, he said it actually is a guy with a sense of humor. He just doesn't portray it in the media. He just comes right. out with that dry... Uh, but that's just that the way he is with the media, man. But could you believe the numbers that I read you there? I mean, Dude, they're it, getting it, 6x, 6-7x six a week. It's crazy, man. It just, it is. And like, we keep saying, oh, well, it's not going to continue. And it does every week. And why would you expect it to not stop this week against Cleveland? I mean, I know we all think Cleveland could get better, but I don't know. I don't see how you keep going away from them. And I'm, I have them in one league. And I know it's frustrating for people that do not have them. It's got to be, and especially if you're facing them, and a defense is putting. You all can those get Baker Mayfield for five thousand dollars this week on DK. I think there's being I, I, there's being contrarianism. and they're being stupid, right? No, I'm serious, right? <laughs> no, like, it's true. I mean, really, Doc. I mean, you like to be contrarian, and right. you like to go outside. Would you Would you play Baker Mayfield this week? No, that's a box I can't go outside. Right? I can't. I, I, it's like I can't. don't we have to see one good game from him before we buy in? One? Look, and I'm willing. Look, I am willing to roster Sam Darnold this week in DFS. By the way, I will play him. I won't play Baker Mayfield. See, and I actually think this is a good time to buy on the Jets because everyone watched that despicable performance last night. It was national TV, an isolated game, and people are going to say, "Man, the Jets are awful." They just played the absolute worst game they can play, and it was against New England. We've been talking about their schedule. I don't think they're going to sink. So this is a good buy low opportunity on your Jets players. How about a Carson Wentz, 5,600 next week? He's been terrible, man. He really Dude, has. That's a no bargain. One, no one's really talking. Teddy Bridgewater's about, higher than him. Uh, I, I Well, Bridgewater's got a good matchup if Breeze doesn't return. Wentz has not been good, though, you know, and he's not getting the criticism. Now, I understand he was under a lot of pressure. Dallas, uh, you know, got to him, but he he has not played well at all. But you I, know I what? Think the truth of it is, truly Sean miss, Sean I was just yes, going to say, they, they miss him. him. That they is the missing piece in this offense. And Nelson right. Aguilar stinks, by the Dude, way. Dude, did you oh. see the effort on that play, man? <laughs> wow. That's I'd embarrassing. Cut cut. How do you not lay out for that? I know. I know you're trailing, but come on. He didn't even try. He didn't even yeah. extend his arms. 
terrible. But Deshaun Jackson, and why am I not seeing J.J. Arthiega Whiteside? Because that guy's legit, too. I mean, they've got the horses, but, I mean, they need a, speed, a deep threat downfield, and they miss Deshaun Jackson desperately. No, they do. They're running a lot of two tight end sets. Uh, we're seeing Goddard more. I think he's actually to the point where you can probably start him now with the state of tight end. Uh, but yeah, Wentz is just is not played well, man. Uh, this J- J- Jacoby Brissett, fifty six hundred. He's only uh, been one of the best quarterbacks in. He the leads NFL. the NFL in touchdowns, I think, with fourteen. Yeah, right. And Denver at home. How did I mean? I know Chris Harris is a good player, but you don't think he can get two touchdowns? Uh, that could also be a game where maybe they run a lot. That's the one risk with Brissett. They're actually throwing a lot near the end zone. That's why he's uh, scoring a lot of touchdowns. Ryan Tannehill, 5,100. Mitch Trubisky, 4,900. I like Tannehill, Tannehill at 5,100. Yeah. I love it's that. Tampa Bay, man. They're, they allow an average of 319 passing yards per game, and they stop the run. you got to beat them with the pass. So Tannehill is actually a pretty good play this week, I think. Would you hook him up with A.J. Brown? You hook him up with Corey Davis? Corey Davis? Yeah. Even you can actually come up with both. John o. Smith, Delaney Walker's out. There's your cheap tight end. There you go. All right, we'll talk more about this when we return right after this. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you're playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. So enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, we're a million are made. I can't believe what you just told me that that guy made has won three million dollars. Yes, three millionaire makers, man. Can you believe that? How is that? He's playing 150 lineups for sure. Well, he can afford to do it once he wins the first millionaire, and um, then uh, he's got the second. So it's all house money now, man. I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? It's, it's to win one is unbelievable. Okay, there's. Most of us are not even going to come close to that. To win three, jeez, man. Yeah, I, I mean, you three, and you went over. Possible? You went over his lineup. We talked about it yesterday. He had Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but he's playing 150 lineups. Doesn't matter, bro. Like if it, it, you still won, <laughs> you know. Like there's a lot of okay. If we had 150 lineups. Yeah, we'd have an improved chance. But you could give a lot of people 150 lineups, and they won't come close to winning the million. Just because you have that doesn't mean you win. Does you? It increases your odds, you would think, especially if you know what you're doing. But just because you have 150 entries does not mean you're going to make a profit. No, that's true. I mean, I think you assume that you're going to make a profit by doing that, right? Right, you, you but it doesn't mean you will. No, that's true. It, it, never, it does mean you're going to will. That's, that's true. But I would think that... I don't know. I couldn't even. I couldn't even fathom how to do 150 lineups unless I had one of those. You You'd know, have to have a script. Yeah, a script. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, or you're spending all week doing that. 150 lineups by hand, and then the, the where the script comes in is the last minute plays. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't it, know how those guys. I guess you have to be so mathy and so computer sciencey. I can't do that, Adam. I just can't. I can't barely do 20 teams by hand. Yeah, no, it's a lot, it's, especially with the late-breaking news. You know, I mean, obviously in the NFL, it's not as crazy. But, they're, you know, we're waiting for news at 1130. You know, there could have been people who had Chase Edmonds in and probably backed off him. And now they got to replace all those lineups with Chase Edmonds with something else. And they can just click a couple buttons and do it. If you're doing it by hand, forget it. And with the NBA, it's even worse because you get this news. That's where the scripts really come in because you get this news at 655, man. Boom, click a couple buttons. If you did everything by hand, you are absolutely screwed. Yeah, I don't know how you'd do that. All right, I'm, do you like Ty Johnson? Because I'm trying to put my DFS lineup together, and I, I'm deciding: do I want him, or would you put in JD McKissick? Uh, I don't think McKissick. I think he's more of the pass catching back, and that's absolute. That's how they displayed it this past week. Uh, I think Ty Johnson played about 64 percent of the snaps total, and I think it was like over 70 once. 
carry on left. So I don't know yet. I haven't kind of figured out if I'm going to go to one of those backs because it could be a split. You know, I know it's the Giants, but, you know, 4,900 is is not that cheap for Ty Johnson. I got a good team here on us. You want to hear it on the break? You want to hear it now? Whatever you want, man. I mean, you know. I could be giving away a million dollars right now. All right, then maybe you want to keep it for yourself. I but know. you're going to change it like four times. <laughs> That's what, you know what, though? You, what you should do, really, if you're going to play multiple lineups and like you have a feeling about a lineup on Tuesday or Wednesday, Tuesday's way too early for me. Like, I'm not, like, I need to get through my waiver wires first. You know, I really don't start looking at DFS to maybe, maybe Thursday or Friday. Just because I don't, I don't either, but sometimes I do. And you know what, you, you know, your point, I think, is going to be well taken. Sometimes my first guess is my best guess. Right. I think you should you should test it out and put it, you know, go through your thing today and just come up with one line and leave it. Don't touch it unless obviously major Somebody gets value. Hurt. So, yeah. All right, I'm going to I'll play this lineup no matter what. How about that? I promise yeah, you I'm going to play it. this lineup then, no matter what. And let's see how it goes next week. And if it's poo poo on a stick, I can blame you? No, you can't because you're the one who hit submit. I didn't, for, I didn't <laughs> there's no weapons to your head. I'm not, you know, I'm not in your physical presence. I didn't force you to do anything. I'm just but it's a good test because sometimes we've always talked about this and people will say this sometimes your first instinct is the best now obviously we're not doing this studying we're kind of just doing this on the top of our head you know you kind of want to look a little bit more with insight in things but you know sometimes i don't need insight i think this is the million dollar winner there you go all right so you'll be uh, (laughs) no but i I, over the so funny you said that i don't even know who's playing anybody until wednesday because tonight I start doing waivers. Tomorrow I start concentrating on waivers, right? And then Thursday I'll start throwing around DFS concepts. So I'm, you know, looking at it now. I mean, honestly, outside of like a couple of games, like the Giants playing Detroit, I don't know who else is playing who else. I, I mean, really I, I know the games pretty much, uh, most of them off the top of my head. Uh, but today is for me is waiver wire all day. Um, I'm writing the stock watch today, so that's you know kind of helps me do some research. And then Wednesday I do sneaky starts, so that's kind of really what I'm starting to look at the matchups for the week. So it's just when you play in as many leagues as we do, I mean, you got to focus on the waiver wire on Tuesday and Wednesdays, man. You just have to. No, I know. I mean, you know, it's so funny. I think I told you I cut Ty Johnson in a league last week. I cut McKissick in a league last week. Look, we've all been there. I had Ty Johnson in two or three leagues and I cut him either last week or the week before because it's like you get to the point where you have bye weeks. You have some running backs that look a little better. Look, you don't know if Kerryon Johnson's going to get hurt. So it, it sucks because it's like we were on the right guy. We had the right idea. And now either we're going to have to spend a ton of money or someone else is going to benefit from it. Right, right. Well, I mean, look, well, let's go through it. Let's take a look at some of the things. I would think this week that Ty Johnson will be the number one running back. Agreed? Oh, well, I, in, in the high stakes format? In no the high stakes format. It. Definitely. Okay. No question. So you have $1,000. I assume by now you've probably spent at least 400 So you have 600 left, give or take. How much are you spending? Again, it comes down to need. I have a carry on Johnson League. I'm going to have to spend a lot because I don't have anybody else uh, to put in that lineup. Right now, I look quickly today. I have to start Benny Snell. You know what, though? I think I'd, I'd rather start Benny Snell. Be honest Miami. Miami. I'd rather start yeah. Benny Snell against Miami than spend $379 on Ty Johnson, who I don't think is worth it. Who could be two weeks, maybe? Yeah, I know. So I don't, or, I don't do it. Or, or McKissick 
is in there on a lot of passing downs and Ty Johnson's floor goes. Now, Ty Johnson can't catch the football. I would pay less for McKissick. I'd pay 178 for McKissick versus 379 for Ty Johnson. Yeah, it makes sense. I think it comes down to like your need basically at this point for how much you spend. Uh, and the carry on, John, carry on Johnson owner might be desperate. I have, I, you know, I don't even go through my teams yet. I'm going to go through. I usually later. don't either. I just right before the show, I said, all right, let me look quickly and see um, how my bye week issues are, and you know, what do I need this week? So uh, that's I just looked at it quickly, and I have Carry On Johnson in one. I only have him in one league this year, and it's one of our online championships. The last week to get this next guy, Ronas, Mark Walton, is this week. If you don't I, already I own him. He's, I think he's pretty much gone in all of ours. I think in people in leagues where people are listening, he could still be there because it's yeah. Miami. Uh, but I think in a lot of our high-stakes leagues, he's gone. I, I would think so, but I think this is the last week to get him in real-life leagues. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we're seeing him. He played the most snaps. He had the most touches. There's rumors that Kenyon Drake could get traded. I don't know what. Honestly, you know the Dolphins are taking because they have Kalen Bellage as their goal line back. They don't expect him to score. That's why they put him in there. They're like, all right, get Bellage in there. We don't want to score. Oh, my God. He found the end zone. What the <laughs> hell is going on? That's not what we wanted. I thought he needed a compass. No, Kalen Bellage has turned out to be that is his job in life. He's like a one-yard guy because he's not good at anything more than one yard. But there's no way they expect him to score by putting him out there, right? <laughs> Come on, man. It's clear taking. I mean, they're like, they don't want to score. Don't that's, you think, remember they were going for that two-point conversion and now they blew it in that play? Don't you think they were happy about that Oh, last yeah, week? definitely. Well, the organization was. I mean, yeah. I don't, the players, I mean, again, a lot of those guys might not even be there. So I, I don't know how the players feel about it. But the organization is just like complete, complete tank and build it up you know they have a huge they have a lot of money in the salary cap next and a ton of draft picks too a lot of money and you know who has the second most money who the colts yeah you know what i was surprised this offseason that the colts really didn't make a lot of moves i thought they were going to go out and and make some impact free agent pickups because i knew they had a lot of money under the cap so i was a little surprised by that a lot of money under the cap tons and that that's maybe it's good money there they can go I, i don't know who's available this year but i think that's interesting and they've they've made look they've they've done a really good job building that team up. So you know we see a lot of t- times teams that spend a lot in free agency it doesn't work. And do you know what the Colts did that was so smart? Offensive line and defensive yes, line. Yes, offensive line was key. Unfortunately, they waited a little bit too long because if they would have done it sooner, maybe Andrew Luck's still playing there. Yeah, he got, got beat up, man. Yeah, he got beat up. Well, I mean, look, they had a terrible general manager. Was, wasn't that guy the worst general manager in football, the one who traded for Trent Richardson? Was that Chris Ballard? Or was that yeah. the new guy? Yeah. and then, Yeah, they have Ryan Grigson now, right? Yeah, and Reich is just a tremendous oh, coach, man. He's fabulous. You know what? I'm telling you right now, I think the Eagles win the Super Bowl because of him. They, they had a great coaching staff back then. They did. They did, yeah. I mean, look, to go out and beat New England, uh, you got to have good coaching. And uh, obviously the Philly special was a big play there. Yeah, Reich is just, I don't know, I think if he's lucky, he could stay in the Colts. That's a long time, right? Him, Grigson, the offensive line, Autry on defense, Darius Leonard on defense. They got a couple of guys in the uh, secondary who are pretty good. I mean, that team is not far away. I think I think they're a second receiver away from really being good. Yeah, Zach Pascal is not good. Uh, yeah, I think they do need another receiver. You got T.Y., uh, and we still have to find out about Brissett. He's done excellent so far, but, you know, will he get it done in a big spot with the pressure on the line? Is Paris Campbell cuttable? 
Oh, Who do you man. hope he comes back? I like that. I, I liked him. Um, I think in the leagues, honestly, I think in the leagues I had him, I, th- I think I cut him in every league, unfortunately. I did too. I mean, they have Chester Rogers. Funches got hurt, right? They lost Funches. Campbell got hurt. They don't have a guy. They have Chester Rogers. They have uh, Zach Pascal. They got a bunch of nothing. I don't know. This team This team needs to make a trade. Go. They should go out and make a trade. Get Emmanuel Sanders. Boom. There's, there's a lot of talk that Emmanuel Sanders could be headed to the 49ers. Really? Yeah. That would be, that would be a good pickup for them. It would be a great pickup for them. And who would they trade? Just like a third round? I don't know, but there was just like, you know, the talk today with the Sanu deal happening. Uh, a lot of heavy rumors that the 49ers could get Emmanuel Sanders. I think there'll be more trades this year than we've ever seen in the NFL. Could be. Yeah. Because we've never seen, we see like two, right? One or two. It's yeah, we've usually. already seen a few recently. Yeah. I think Kenyon Drake gets traded. I think AJ yeah, Green gets traded. Yeah. They should if the Bengals are smart. All right. More after this. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. And that's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. 
And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are back. We are full-time fantasy. Rona's the NBA is tonight. New Orleans at Toronto. Lakers at Clippers. You excited? Yeah. Yeah, I actually am. I love the NBA. You know that. So I'm pumped for it. Uh, kind of sucks that it's on game one of the World Series, but I'll have, you know, each on. Um, the Toronto Pelicans game lost a little bit of luster with no Zion Williamson now has the torn meniscus is out six to eight weeks. So that really sucks because he was having a great preseason. He was really moving up fantasy basketball drafts going sometimes uh, in the second round. So there was a lot of excitement for him. So it kind of sucks to see him out. Obviously, Lakers Clippers. That's a big matchup. Uh, No Paul George. He's out to start the year recovering from shoulder surgery and we get to see LeBron James and Anthony Davis. So uh, it's still going to be a fun night, get a lot more games tomorrow. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the NBA. Is there a team that you think could surprise? I think it's the Utes, the Utah Jazz could surprise. Well, I loved what they did. I said it at the time during free agency. Like, they were kind of being a little undershadowed. The West is very tough, but they were very good last year, adding Bogdanovich, getting Conley. So, yeah, I, I like the Jazz a lot. I think they're a sleeper. The West is very and tough. And Joe Ingles, though, they signed Joe Ingles for another year, 14 mil. Yeah, uh, they, they were a good team last year. And uh, the West is tough, though. It's loaded. You know, the Clippers are going to be really good. Denver is going to have another good season. Uh, Lakers with LeBron and Anthony Davis is a nice tandem. So uh, I think this is a fun year for the NBA, though, because a lot of people, whenever I pimp out the NBA last year, why well, watch this? Golden State's going to win. There's no point to the season. Well, uh, Golden State didn't win. Uh, and we don't have a Golden State this year. It's wide open, man. So uh, I think it's going to be a real fun year for the NBA. Does it blow your mind that Jalen Brown can get $115 million for four years, which is pretty much more than anybody in the NFL? No, that's the way the NBA money is, man. I mean, they talk about it all the time. If you have a kid, that's a you want stupid to make big money, money. It's stupid NBA, money. It's NBA and baseball. You know, football, they just don't get the money unless you're a quarterback. Uh, you, you really don't get paid a ton. So it's crazy because the NFL generates so much revenue, but uh, the money is in baseball and basketball. Well, I mean, the, the NBA guys, the players, have figured out that they are the product. They know they're the product. Everybody admits they're the product. And that's why they get so much money. I mean, but the, but the, NFL, but the NFL doesn't feel that way. I believe they feel the franchise is the product and not the player. How about that? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. But again, that's why I'll, I'll never blame these NFL players for trying to get as much money as they can, especially since their careers are way shorter. And you see what they do and all the drugs and shots that they take that damage their body, man. It's, it's, it's terrible, man. See, I think that's why the NBA is actually a very successful league, because I think the players and owners and Adam Silver or David Stern, they come together and they're not greedy. They, they split the profits because there's enough to go around and everybody gets, gets fat. Where the NFL, all those guys are so greedy to me. They really are. The well, owners, the owners definitely are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Greedy. They are. It's, 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 it's terrible, man. You know, a lot of people are probably sitting there like, oh, why are you complaining about these millionaires? Not all these guys are getting paid as much as you think, man. Yeah. And, they're, and, they're, and they're, their careers are short, man. The average span of a running back is like two to three years. And what's crazy is the, the football is at its highest peak. 
they're making more money now than they've ever made in their lives and they can't and there's not enough for everybody how's that possible and the product is worse (laughs) it really is terrible it is it really is it's again that's why these guys need to be thankful for sports betting and fantasy that's what boggles my mind with the whole with fantasy like some i think we're we've gotten to the point where people realize how popular it is and people don't put it down as much but there are some people that still are like oh fantasy do you guys realize we're holding the nfl up do you really think outside of sports betting and fantasy last night why is anyone tuning into that game in the second half we're all watching it because our fantasy games are being decided i won a game by against my friend he had Jamison Crowder. I think he needed like six or seven to beat me, and I won by point three. That's why I'm watching that game to the end. No, if I, had I, no, I yeah. if I didn't have fantasy or 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 money on it, and I had uh, I had a parlay with the Jets getting nine and a half, so I got kicked in the nuts like two minutes in. So the parlay was done. I didn't need to watch for sports betting. I knew I was over. But for, fantasy is the reason why people are watching these games and sports betting. I mean, we've had no. some horrible primetime games this year. In the old days, when you played fantasy football, it was almost like you played Dungeons and Dragons, right? You were some sort of wacko, you know, psycho who was in your house. Now, I mean, women play. Everyone does it. Jay Z yeah. is in a fantasy football draft. Jay Z, how about the, all the money how about the, the Republican the Republicans uh, pr- pr- presidential primaries? Jeb Bush and Chris and Chris Christie were talking about their fantasy teams. Sorry, I didn't watch that. So, but okay, no, but yeah. it was a topic of conversation because they were talking about uh, sports betting. It was no, crazy. I mean, everybody like pretty much everyone does, even if they're just a casual player. Um, when I ever whenever I meet like someone and they don't play fantasy football, I'm like, eh, what's wrong with this guy? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I'll say, do you like, like sports? Well, before I tell people what I do, do you like sports? Yeah. Do you, do you watch football? Yeah. Do you play fantasy? No. And then I'm like, OK, that's a conversation start stopper. Yeah. It's but just it, like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah. You're like the only guy in America who doesn't play fantasy football anymore. But it's again, it's a big reason why that people are watching these games and you have to know your fan base and customers. And, you know, that's why See, these, the NBA knows their fan base. I, I believe that. I will say this. Uh, a lot of the NBA beat writers do a really good job of uh, kind of helping the fantasy community. There's a few that really will get out the actives and inactives and try to dig for information. So, you know, that's beat writers need to understand that a lot of their audience is fantasy. We're looking for sure. information. Do you have any favorite NBA beat writers? Uh, no, no, no one that specifically that stands out. No. Oh, okay. Because I, I find for football, I do. There are guys I like. But like, you know, did you see that whole thing with Matthew Berry got angry at the Arizona Cardinals Twitter account because they're like, you should have started Chase Edmonds, and he went crazy. I didn't. I saw it on social media. I didn't listen to it. it you know that Cardinals thing. It's just it's mind boggling because I know. We, Oh, we talked about it yesterday. And then there was some information that came out that basically said David Johnson wanted to give it a go and he just didn't feel right. Something doesn't add up because you only have two active running backs. And that's why, again, I felt like if you had David Johnson, you play him. You have to read what the team is telling you. And they're only putting two active running backs. So something doesn't add up here because Kingsbury said after the game, yeah, we were only going to use Johnson on a need-be basis. Then a day later... Yeah, Johnson gave it a go and his ankle didn't feel right. Something's not, someone's lying here. So do you think, gun to your head, Johnson plays this week? Honestly, I have no idea, man. I just don't know. Let's say he's active. Let's say 1145 comes next Sunday. David Johnson is active. You playing Chase Edmonds, you taking him out? 
I think you can play both. The problem is the matchup's tough against the Saints, but I think you can play both. The thing is, Edmonds, they have to keep him involved. I mean, you've seen the explosive ability, and even if Christian Kirk comes back, it's not like they have a ton of great receivers. They keep putting, like, four guys out there, and none of them are doing anything. Who, Farrell Cooper and Demir Bird? These guys are terrible. Trent Sherfield? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like, and even Fitzgerald, like, seven for 60. I mean, that's like his One for 12, dude. I know. 12. Well, they didn't. They didn't have uh, what Murray had fourteen completions. They didn't throw at all. So, yeah, I think Edmonds has to stay involved. But that's going to be one of the biggest things that we're looking at this week is what happens with that Cardinals backfield. We know it's a tough match. The Saints are just playing uh, really good defense. And I was thinking about that. Who's the coach of the year right now in the NFL? There's a lot of good candidates. Sean Payton, Kyle Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan, Payton, Pro, uh, right. it's tough. Well, he can get it every year. He never gets it, though. He's never going to get it because it's like we expected. Oh, yeah, they're 7-0. They're supposed to be. They played no one. But Sean Payton, to me, actually gets gets it as much as Shanahan because he's doing it with Teddy Bridgewater, dude. Right. I probably right? would. If Drew Brees, I, I would give it to Shanahan in a heartbeat. Yeah, I think it's right. I think Payton and Shanahan are the two leading candidates right now. Right. Sean Payton's a, a great coach. He is. He's Again, I, I will, I, I've brought this up before. And this is the way football is. This team, the last two years, was on the precipice of being in a Super Bowl. They got beat by the Stephon Diggs miracle, and they got beat by a bad ref call. Now, to to be fair, though, they had an opportunity in overtime to win that game. Did that call hurt them? Yes. But you got to get past it if you're a good team. And Brees was intercepted in overtime. So... But the bottom line is, this team has been very close the last two years. And you know how football is. One bad break, one bad bounce can change it. It's not well, like they, this they team gave, is... They gave a lot for, up for Marcus Davenport. Remember when they moved up in that yes. draft? They gave mm-hmm. up like five picks for him. Because they're all in. They're all in right now. They, know they should be. The, the window with Breeze is... Yes, he is near the end. Maybe one more year after this year, Adam, maybe. I mean, I think... Yeah, see, the problem is, Breeze doesn't have much of a lifespan because you, what are you going to do with Teddy Bridgewater? Just pay him to sit there? Yeah. No, they have to be all in. And I, I think right now, they're the favorite in the NFC. You know, especially if they get that home field, they, they have to be the favorite. You know, you get Breeze back and... You know, I still, again, I've said it last year. They need another receiver, man. They really do. In, in, in the playoffs, that, I thought they were exposed there. They, you know, but you know what's so crazy? They need another receiver, but nobody can stop Michael Thomas. Yeah, I know. Nobody but, can but, stop this guy. But when teams focus and, like, say they got to the Super Bowl, what do you think? The Patriots would stop. The Patriots right. would stop Michael Thomas. And that's that, that's the only guy. team. That's the only team in the NFL that can stop Michael Thomas and the Patriots. Yeah, you put Gilmore on him. Yep. And then yep. you got to hope can can break a big play. This will be a very big week because Patrick Peterson, if if they're smart, which we don't know, if he gets to cover him all the whole the whole time, because oh, they, they don't should. always do that for the Cardinals. Sometimes I know they just they play should, one though. side. They should though. I mean, especially especially if Teddy B is the quarterback, right? Because then you'd have a shot to win that game, especially if Kamara doesn't play. You put Peterson on on Thomas. You got a shot. I don't know, man. I don't I don't know if they're going to win this game. I'd, I want to see how Kyle Murray does a dome with uh, with uh, seventy eight thousand people screaming, and not for not for him against them against a good defense too. Yeah, an aggressive, he, he's done, fast defense. He's done a good job of avoiding sacks the last few weeks, but that could be a, a, a because of the opponent not getting pressure on him. He he made a really bad play this week. I don't know if you saw what, it. It going like, out of bounds. Yes, 
you know what? I, I appreciate not wanting to take the hit, but dude, you can't go out of bounds like that. You gave the Giants the ball back. Uh, he knew. He's like, this team ain't doing crap. Yeah, he was mocking them. Like Belichick. Yeah. Did you see Belichick? Kind of. I don't know. See, I didn't see it live. Um, but so I don't know if you saw it. But did you, did you know what I was talking about? Where they took the the two penalties intentionally? Yeah. Yeah. At the end it? of the game. I didn't. Right. Did, I, you, I, did you? I didn't did you pay attention Bel- to it. Okay. He was kind of smirking, and then they yeah. asked him after the game about the rule, and he's like, "Look, I think the NFL should look at it and change it, but it's the rule, so I'll, I'll continue to do it." So what, he got two delay of games and then they take no, 10 so, seconds off the clock? So they were about to punt. So he right. took a delay of game. Right. And the Jets declined the penalty. But the clock, right. once they reset it, the clock runs. So then they let the clock run down again. Brandon Bolden intentionally false start. Penalty, Jets declined it. And basically they run, ran, ran extra time off with those two plays. Why not just punt it when you're up 33 nothing? Because they because they're trying to get more time off the clock. It's smart. I appreciate it. Hey, I liked it. I was like, please. Again, I'm going against Crowder, bro. I don't want Crowder to catch anymore, man. I'm trying. Belichick's to- a fantasy guy, Ronas. Look, he's smart. He was messing with the Jets, and he was kind of smirking. You could see it. The Jets were smart to decline both, but you could see him smirking, and you know he doesn't smile. Do you ever at all. notice how there's some guys in your league that just know all the rules and know all the loopholes? That's Belichick. I'm one, I'm one of those guys, man. It's a doc. You know this. Even in the high sixties, I'm amazed at how dumb people are. I repeat this every single year. Don't put someone in your flex from the Thursday night game or the early games, and people do it all the time. No, you see true. that? Yeah, no, it's, it's true. I, I, people just do the craziest things, but I always think that somebody is very clever and they look at a loophole and they they like you know who did that? The Ian Khan. He was trading free agent dollars. He he was going for them in, in tout all year. Nobody right, did very, that before him. He's a very sharp guy. I've played in leagues with him. We're in an auction league together. We we sit near each other. We're always kind of making comments and looking at each other for players, other people's picks. Like, oh, God, I hate that. And then we're battling for the same players. Yeah, he's a very sharp guy. Very sharp. You know, that's what... Never ask yourself why Bill, Jel- Bill Belichick has a, a million uh, Super Bowl rings. He's just smarter than you. He is. He's out... He's, he out it's like he's playing games with these uh, opponents, bro. It's, for real. He's, he and Adam Gase has, has eyes looking like tacos. Yeah, it's unbelievable, man. <laughs> All right, coming back right after this. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes 
that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are back. Ronus, there's a deal. There's a deal to be had. You you, you broke the story a few minutes ago. I didn't break it. I just said you I did. saw it Give yourself day, credit. Give it's yourself a credit. Yeah, okay. Uh, the 49ers have acquired Emmanuel Sanders uh, along with a fifth-round pick for a third and fourth-round pick. So we kind of knew this was going to happen. And uh, it's definitely a, a boost for the 49ers who are all in for this year, as they should be. Yeah, I mean, look, Sanders runs great routes. He's a perfect guy for Shanahan's offense. He can go short. He could go mid. He could go deep. Broncos have Deshaun Hamilton there, who's respectable, get a couple of picks. I think this makes a lot. And Cortland Sutton is a viable number one from moving forward. Sutton's been sick, man. I loved him last year, and I wasn't aggressive on him this year. That was a mistake. I loved him last year. And I was a little bit worried about the offense. But, man, he's a stud. And he's, he's playing with Flacco and putting up these numbers, man. Could you imagine if he was with a real quarterback? If he was with Brady? Yeah. I mean, he's, so, you know, you got him, and obviously Deshaun Hamilton will get a shot now as well. Uh, not that, you know, there's not a ton in that Broncos passing game, but, you know, Deshaun definitely is a Does pick this up hurt anybody on the 49ers? Dante Pettis? I mean, uh, we keep sitting here every week <laughs> waiting for any of these guys. It's just the problem, they haven't had to throw a lot. So the schedule does get a little bit tougher. Um, but yeah, I, Sanders is probably the only guy that I, I want there. I mean, you could hold Pettis in a deeper format, but I mean, if you played him this week, you got a zero. I mean, you want Kittle. Yeah, Kittle's right? the guy. Kittle. Right? Kittle. Sa- but Sanders, you need a number one. I, I mean, look, it's hard to find a number one. It is. And, you know, Sanders has been a little banged up, too, this week. Uh, but, you know, I think he's going to be rejuvenated. And uh, it helps his value, too, 
going to the 49ers. Because, again, I think they're going to have to pass a little bit more. I, I see this, though. You know the 49ers now do not have a second, third, or fourth-round pick in next year's draft. Really? Yeah. Well, that that's called being all in, right? You know what? You have to. I mean, look at the way this this is set up right now, right? In the NFC, you know, they're 6-0. and They have a shot to potentially be the one seed. I believe I'm, they play the Saints in week 14. That is a What do they need? Game. Three, four, three wins to get the playoffs at this point? They're does, in the nine get, does nine get you in? Yeah, easy. They're going to get in the playoffs. The question is, uh, will they get a first-round bye? Because remember, Packers are 6-1. and one, Saints are 6-1. and one. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a great trade. I think we're going to see a few more. I, I really do. What, Kenyon Drake, next guy to move. Mark Walton will be the starter. This is Dr. Rodo saying be well, take care, keep it here for another hour. Full-time fantasy with Adam Ronis right after this.